Hey, it's Jess from Milk Stains and Meltdowns. Welcome to my podcast, Spilled Milk. Today, we have our guest, Cameron, here to talk and spill all the milk, all the tea about reality TV. Hey, everyone. Thanks for having me back, Jess. So today, we're going to be reading the headlines and looking at the... Oh, wait, 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 Jess. Okay. We got to say... Our headlines. Yeah, like our headlines. <laughs> like, it's probably not on everyone else's feed. Um, Like, but this is the shit that my phone sends me. Yeah, It's like... This is what hey. I'm searching on Reddit. Like. <laughs> yeah, like, okay. So it's maybe not your headlines, maybe not your breaking news, but our breaking news is all about reality TV. Yeah, for the most part. And why do we watch reality TV, though? Oh, I saw a meme the other day that said... Reality TV doesn't cause depression. It just complements depression. And I liked that so hard because <laughs> that is what is up. Reality TV is a sense of escapism. It allows yes. us to leave our own situations and our own chaotic lives for a very short period of time to enter someone else's chaotic life. And it makes you completely forget about yours. Totally. And I like, I watch reality TV like it's my sports. Like I know I keep up with their stats. I keep up with their lives. Like I love reality TV. And it all started with keeping up with the Kardashians, obviously. Yes. But like Uh, when I was a kid, I thought I was on a reality TV. Like I pretty much like, I would say like I pioneered reality TV. Yeah, you're basically, you basically did it. I basically did. (laughs) I know. Like, I used to pretend that there was, like, cameras in my house, and I would, like, go and pick, like, a cereal in the morning and be like, oh, this is the cereal I eat, like, <laughs> Rice Krispies with, like, a little bit of ch- brown sugar. Yeah. Like, I literally would tell the cameras in the corner of my house, and, like, they didn't exist, but, yeah. I still do that. <laughs> um, my reality TV journey, um, I would say Kardashians was kind of, like, a plateau of it. But I would say it started with The Simple Life. I remember being... Oh, The Simple Life. I totally forgot about The Simple Life for a second. For a second. (laughs) Don't come for me. Don't don't come for me. I only forgot about it for a second. (laughs) I remember being a very young boy. Gay boy. In the closet. (laughs) You were in the closet at the time, though. Yes. Yes. So far in the closet. And I remember... (laughs) loving The Simple Life to the point where I remember one night it was the season premiere of season three and my mom grounded me and told me I couldn't have any TV that night. I yelled back at her in such a fit because I was like, it's the season premiere of Simple Life. Like, how could you do this to me? (laughs) My life is over! Basically. Yeah. (laughs) A, I would also like to say like, how my mom didn't know I was gay at that point is beyond me. She knew. <laughs> she knew. She knew. She knew. Oh, Jay. She knew. Oh. <laughs> she should be a guest. She should, my mother should be a yes, guest. Yes. Jay, Janet, if you are listening, you are a guest. 100%. You are going to be a guest. And anyway, sorry, back to the story. And I was, I remember going into my room and then watching The Simple Life season three premiere on my bedroom television with the volume at two and sitting like face to face with the screen. With Paris. With you my, were there with Paris. I was basically Nicole. <laughs> <laughs> holding my finger on the power button, ready to shut it off and throw my remote if my mom came in because yes. I was not supposed to be watching TV. You know what? That's Cam? how much that meant to me. You know what, Cam? 
until this moment, I didn't know we related on a simple, like, on this, like, level. Yeah. But, like, I used to be grounded from reality TV, too. Yes. Like, my dad used it's to be thing. like, you are letting it get to you. You are not a reality TV star. This is real fucking life, Jessica. You are not allowed to watch any much music, any, like, MTV, any VH1. of that. VH1. I was not allowed to, like buy j14 anymore like i was literally my dad was like no that's tragic it was tragic <laughs> it was so hard for me and no one understood like the depths that that hit for me yeah. still she's still dealing with it you know she talks about her trauma a lot while you're hearing it here now everyone <laughs> this was part of my childhood trauma was being grounded from reality tv that's I also I also think a part of my reality TV journey, I have to give credit where credit's due to Big Brother and a love. You love Big Brother. Still, I still have an affinity for Big Brother, which is definitely different than the kind of the reality TV that I'm obsessed with nowadays, which is leans more to like the housewives yeah. type category, like conflict TV. But I still can get down with a competition show. And another show when I was really young, shout out to anyone who remembers this one, Paradise Hotel. Oh, I don't remember it. An amazing reality show from the early 2000s that only we lasted... We should make it happen again. Right? And it only lasted one season. Oh, well, that's stupid. The thing that I remember the most about it... And I still, to this day, follow this woman on Instagram. Oh my gosh, does she even which, have any followers? Which means that this show came out before, way before Instagram. So once Instagram came out, I then searched for this woman. You really loved this show. Because I remembered her from the show. Because she looks like Britney Spears. Oh no. She reminded oh. me of Britney Spears when I watched it as a kid, and... That might be a totally different podcast episode. Is our we obsession have to, with no, Spears. we need to talk about Britney. Um, like, comment, save all of the shit. If you want to hear an entire podcast about our love for Britney, I'm thinking like a top ten song breakdown. Yes, right? I'm thinking like and talk about 2007. Yes. Like it's ne- like everything. Oh, I love 2007. So that'll show you. I, how although much, I hate it. Yeah, I feel so bad for her. But she, it's okay. But like she's so much stronger now. Yeah. Stronger yeah. Than, than yesterday. Now is okay. Right. Anyways, dance anyway, break. so we will talk about Britney. Yes, we'll get there. Don't worry, everyone. You can you can calm down. We'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> um and yeah, th- but that'll show you how much I was obsessed with Britney. Okay, and also let's talk about reality TV, how it started, though, for me. Yes. Do you remember making the band? Oh my god. Oh town, Danity Kane, like these yes, are these were gold prime years of reality TV. Prime and like actual real reality mm-hmm. TV. So that's how it started for me was making the band. I watched O Town, making of O Town mm-hmm. with my mom, and then America's Next Top Model. Oh yes, all oh, that America's Next Top Model. Like, I my fourteenth birthday party was America's Next Top Model theme. So this is before. And your mom didn't know you were gay. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> So I had all of my girlfriends, because at the time, it was all girls, um, do a variety of different challenges. Your mom knew you were gay. Yeah, she knew. <laughs> and I would eliminate my best friends at the time, one by one, at my birthday party, until only one was standing. Plot twist, the winner was actually me, and I didn't compete in any of the challenges. You are Tyra. I am Tyra. You are Tyra. <laughs> so to say that reality TV has been a part of our lives for a while is a little bit of an it's understatement. An understatement. It's, there... it's literally shaped me. Yeah. Like now that I look back, I'm like, I am who I yeah. am it's because m- of reality TV. 
And like, yeah, it's like opportunities like this to kind of like look back. I'm like, wow, I've really been attached to this type of content for a long time. A long time. And have felt like comfort in this content for a long time. Me too. I just like, I can like actually watch reality TV. Like, I don't know about you, probably. I mean, we're, we're pretty much the same, but, mm-hmm. um, if Jordan ever puts on, like, anything fiction, like, he loves, like, Peaky Blinders, like, all of these shows. And he's like, babe, there's so much drama. You're like, you're going to love it. And I'm like, I fucking hate it. Yeah. Like, I just can't get into it. And I'm like, yeah, okay. But it's like, it's not the same. Like, there's something about reality TV. I just can't get into fiction TV. Yeah. And as someone, like, I totally echo that. Like, there's some fiction television that I love and some scripted TV that I love. But my default whenever I like have the time or I'm in like yeah like when I have the time to watch tv is reality it's reality shows and And those are the ones that I follow week to week and those are the ones that I I talk about with my friends yeah like yes totally and like have opinions on exactly and um yeah what um okay so when Cameron's on the show, we are going to talk about the, like, the top headlines for reality TV. And now there's a dog. <laughs> so if you hear a ball bouncing, that's the dog. Um, but anyway, so we are going to talk about, like, our opinions on the top headlines for reality TV. We are going to talk about, like, some days that that we have the podcasts we're going to record like our commentary during an episode and then talk about the episode so stay latched for that because if you are a reality tv junkie like we are you're gonna love it because i feel like between cameron and i we will speak your mind about reality tv so stay latched because it's just gonna get better all right, so the top few headlines right now. Yeah, and this isn't like day of. Well, actually, one of them is day of. Yeah, day Should of. Should we start with that? Which one? Teddy. Oh, that's a good one. I think that happened today. Yeah, that did happen today. Which okay, is so time like. Time stamping today. It's time stamping today. It's September, September 23rd? Like, what is COVID? Like, literally, yeah. <laughs> COVID 2020. Like, I don't remember the days, I don't know what week. It late is. September. We'll it's go late with that. September. So anyway, Teddy just got fired. And from Real um, Housewives of Beverly Hills. Yeah, if you don't know who Teddy is, you that's don't okay. Need to know. You don't yeah. need Because <laughs> she's gone. She's gone. So congratulations. Yeah. Bye, Teddy. Yeah. And that's exactly our feelings on that. Yeah. I think I think there I think you guys are gonna hear some stuff that we disagree on, but this is definitely Definitely something, something we agree on. Is Teddy goodbye. is a bore. Oh my gosh, like literally one of the worst housewives I've ever seen in my entirety of reality TV. Across franchise. Teddy. Like, it's like she's grasping, Mm -hmm. grasping at being, what's his face, Mellencamp? What is his name? Oh, I don't know. Where like what is, is Patio Lanterns like his (laughs) song or some shit? Like, I don't even know. John Mellencamp. John Mellencamp. What was his song? I don't know. Okay, see? She's literally <laughs> irrelevant. Like, even irrelevant to, like, the 80s. I would like, like to say that John Mellencamp is not irrelevant. <laughs> we just are... We just don't know. We're just, like, not into it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We're also not into Teddy. Um, no, Teddy's the worst. She... My opinion on it is every single season she's been on, the only storyline that she's had has been driven by her 
sticking her nose in other people's business. And, like, I don't even think that she sticks her nose in the right business. Like, she picks sides that don't even matter. You're like, uh, um, no. Like, that's not even a point. That's not even a real point. So, anyway... The only reason I believe they kept her on the last season is because she was pregnant and you can't fire a pregnant woman because that's against all of human rights. Yeah. But like literally she should not have been on the last episode, on the last season. That's what I think too. I think that she, I think they toyed with the idea of demoting her to like a lesser role. So like in the housewives world, that is a friend Friend of, and I think that with her pregnancy, they weren't able to demote her or anything because they were like oh fuck she's pregnant so now we have to we have to like kind of like make space for her totally and we might completely be wrong but this is our opinion that's what this i don't think we're wrong i think that like and that's why this is jessica's podcast (laughs) i literally think that they kept her on because they couldn't fire a pregnant woman because she's an actual bore Mm -hmm. and like I just didn't see her value on the show. No. Other than the fact that she crawled up Kyle's ass. Yeah, and even that, like, I'm not the biggest Kyle fan. You know, I used to be, like, back, like, about three years ago, like, Kyle was, like, my girl. Like, I loved Kyle, Mm -hmm. but now I don't. Yeah, I just miss Lisa Vanderpump. Oh, Lisa, come back. I miss her so much. Every day. So another thing making headlines right now is Jax and Britney's pregnancy announcement. Yes. So Jax and Britney and Vanderpump Rules. They're Vanderpump Rules. This show literally changed my life, though. I fucking love Vanderpump Rules. First side note, if anyone out there has not seen Vanderpump Rules and has been toying with the idea or is interested... So anyone that's interested, toying with the idea. Anyone who's interested or toying with the idea of starting Vanderpump Rules, let this be your sign to do so. Because as a Housewives fan, a Housewives Universe fan, I always was aware of Vanderpump Rules. And actually my mother, Janet, was a big fan of Vanderpump Rules. And she was the one who told me I would love it, I would love it, I would love it. I was being a hard ass and being like, no, I can't start another show. No, I can't start another show. But I did. And let me tell you... It was the best decision of your life. (laughs) To to date. To date. (laughs) The best. I'm actually currently doing a full rewatch with my boyfriend (gasps) who has never seen the show. And let me tell you, watching someone watch it for the first time is a beautiful thing. It is. It's like... It's like seeing the world for the first time. It's just amazing. Vanderpump Rules is like the definition of amazing reality TV. Yeah, it's the epitome. It's the epitome. It's as good as it gets. It is. The prime of it is. Especially like the first three seasons, like holy is that real. Like and how can you you can relate. I have been. I have been Stassi. I have been Katie. I have been I've never been Lala. No. Oh God. I wish I had been Lala on a PJ in my PJs. But you know what? Good for her. Yeah. Good for Lala. Totally. And now she's having a baby. I know. Baby girl. I know. Okay. So like, let's get to that. Yes. Okay. Jackson, Brittany. Two of the stars of the show. So if you have watched Vanderpump, you'll understand this kind of, this rhetoric. Reaction. reaction. Like rhetoric rhetoric of Vanderpump rules. Like, Brittany, I, I, 
I can just see her being like, okay, well, Sheena was pregnant. Um, then Stassi mm-hmm. was confirmed pregnant. And then Lala was confirmed pregnant. Unfortunately, Sheena lost her baby, which was super sad. And, Very like, sad. I feel for Sheena because, like, Sheena, like, this should have been Sheena's life, like, four years ago, totally. you know? And, like, ugh. anyway, that's a whole other episode. But, anyway, so all these... All these Vanderpump Rules servers are becoming pregnant. And Brittany was the first out of them to have, like, a successful marriage. Other than Katie and Tom. Yeah. But, like, Brittany and Jax were, like, on... Successful is a stretch. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't (laughs) say it's successful. I'm saying it's grasping. But, like... They they, got married. They got married. They signed the piece of paper. Um, But Jax and Brittany, like, I have a feeling... When everyone started announcing their pregnancies, that Britney was like, Jax, get in the bedroom. We're making a baby. Like, 100%. Totally. Because she was upset. FOMO. Right? FOMO. And, like, she wanted that baby from the get-go. And, like, why do you want a baby with Jax? She doesn't want the baby with Jax. She just wants the baby. The baby and the life and all that stuff. Yeah. And she's she's created this life for herself that she can't... It's like when you're in so deep to something, you can't come out of it. Yeah, it's like it's she's true. she's made these choices, she's signed those papers, she's she's been on that camera with She's Jax's wife. Exactly. She is Jax's so, wife. And so like she's, she's just, from Texas or where is she uh, from? No, she's from Kentucky. Kentucky. Yeah. And like they hold their like values yes. pretty strong. Yes. Like I'm sorry, but her mom like encouraging her to go back to Jax because it's not that bad. Like even though he cheated on her and treats her like absolute trash, like no. That'll just show you. Like, that'll just show you why like, some of these choices were made and like why this, why she has this mindset and why she like um, takes like uh, accepts things even though a normal human, anyone in their right mind, would never accept. Never those accept. Things. If he, no one would, no one who is healthy and who is ex- like. Ding, ding, confident ding. in themselves would accept the way that Jax Taylor treats yeah. her. He's a fucking piece of shit. And I'm just going to say no, it right is. now. He, he is, is a piece of shit. And I'm actually super sad that a baby is coming into the world that is part of him. That's, because, like, I literally don't think that he deserves to procreate. That's my feelings about it, too. And I also think it's just a little sus. Ooh. Anything that's related to... Like the show, it's like—is this just a storyline? Is this just so they can stay on? Because if anyone who's a anyone who's kind of kept up with Vanderpump Rules knows that there was some firings earlier this summer, um, and totally valid firings, and I think to be uh, discussed. No, (laughs) no, I do think like the reason they were fired is just like I have a love for Stassi, yeah, and it's hard. Kristen, see you never. Like, don't care. But Stassi. Like, I feel like she learned her lesson and maybe she could, like... I think we have a love for what Stassi has done for us in regards to, like, reality TV moments. Yeah, totally. I personally think that actions have consequences and whether or not they were made an example, it's not really, like... Yeah, it's it's true. It just is what it is. It is what it is. So, anyway. So, yeah. Yeah. But, um, and so, like, I think... Jax and Brittany kind of went into panic mode of like, because yep. if anyone was going to be fired next, it, it was Jax and Brittany. Because yeah. his behavior is problematic. 
His behavior is beyond. Yeah. Like, he is actually, I can't believe, like, as much as I love reality TV and I love seeing people being, like, complete trash, like, his behavior is beyond trash. His behavior is toxic and, like, not okay yeah. and not acceptable. But, yeah, they were probably ready to be fired. But, like, I guess this is a new chapter of new Vanderpump. Storyline. But also, like, move the fuck on. Because, like, it's Vanderpump rules. Like, it's about Sir. It's about, like... We're not here to watch them have babies and, and do like, we, and, get and do married. do we want to be here for that? I don't want to watch I don't show want to be all there. people trying to raise kids. Neither. Like, that's not what I signed up for no. when I started watching Vanderpump. So, anyway, Hard that's pass. how my feelings are about Jax and Brittany. Hard pass. Hard pass. <laughs> yes, this is yours. So. Cue violin, funeral yes, music. Yes, literally. <laughs> literally. <laughs> the end of an era. Truly, though. And also very defining of 2020. <laughs> like, Truly, the though. The end of the fucking world. Um, man, I swear a lot on my podcast. But, like, it's so funny because, like, on my Instagram, I'm just very much like, nah, nah, nah. like, I'm so great and I don't swear. I swear a lot in real life. So, anyway, back to the end of the world of 2020. The Kardashians are ending. <laughs> they are done. Are you joking? I literally cried, guys. I literally cried. As Did someone, you cry? As someone who hasn't necessarily been keeping up over the last <gasps> few years. This is where we disagree. Yes. Because I watched them religiously and Cameron has like been over them for a, the last few years. But I will like to say that I follow them from like a public media consumption yeah. point of view. So like I'm someone who keeps up with pop culture news. Yeah. So any storyline that ever appeared in Keeping With Kardashians, I was aware well, of. Well, like, you know what's going on. Yes, exactly. The whole fucking world so knows what's going to on. To say I wasn't keeping up is kind of false. Because I was keeping up. It's just I wasn't necessarily watching the show. Because I, at a certain point, started to feel like watching it unfold in real life is more entertaining for me than watching this show where they have a hand in the editing and they yeah, have a hand so in... Yeah, so true. But... Because Chris is in, in control of everything. Yeah, they're yeah all, totally. They're all EPs on it, executive producers, so they all have a say in, like, what ends up on the cutting room floor, which is totally fine. They created that show. They did that. Yeah, but it's kind of unfair because, like, we should have, like, an outsider being like, mm, no, that should be in it. And because... that's why Chris Jenner should join Real Housewives of Beverly oh. Hills. Slow clap. Slow clap. Chris Jenner should be on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, hands down, yep. the best castmate. Give her the money she deserves. Yes. Like, literally, it's I believe, it. Andy, if you're, if listening, you're listening, which you are definitely not, if you give Chris the money she wants, you will make it in return. Like, Chris as a housewife? <gasps> she is a housewife. She's, she, she is, is the epitome. A, she's a real housewife of Beverly Hills without being a real housewife of Beverly Hills. Like she, she's a boss. She is what it. She Chris is what is they what, all want to oh, be. Man, Chris is the just uh, moment of silence. Yeah, moment of silence for Chris Jenner. Yeah, and I definitely didn't cry. That wasn't the reaction I had, <laughs> but I did stop. Like I was stopped in my like tracks. Like I was like. 
whoa. Because I did not see that coming. It was something that I screenshotted and sent right away to Jess. Yeah. And a couple other friends. And I was like, yeah. what is happening? Like, this is crazy. And see, as someone who doesn't even coming, watch. I saw it coming, though. I saw it coming. And maybe because, as someone like, who watches the yeah. show, you would see it coming. And that's the thing is, like, I saw it coming because Courtney was, like, out the door. And I don't think that, like... You have to have the core you have three. Have you have to have Kim, Courtney, and Chloe. You have to have them. I mean, Kylie and Kendall, debatable. But, like, Kim, Courtney, Chloe, and Chris, like, they make the show. And when Courtney was done, it was like, okay, well, then the show's coming to the an end. The beginning of the end, a bit. Yeah, totally. And, like, the last season was sad. Like, it was sad. It was really hard to see them, like, grasping and also, like... I find it hard because they actually edited out a certain amount of things, but like you could tell that their lives were like getting to a point where it was like sad now. Like Courtney was like done and Chloe was going through some really, really hard stuff. And like being someone on social media with only, and I only have 30,000, like 30,000 followers. And like when I make decisions and when I like change my life, these people like, hold me accountable and it fucking sucks like sometimes I'm like like I wish I could just make a decision and it doesn't matter to everyone else and like you know what it does I've put myself out there I'm a public figure but like on a thousands level she is on a millions level and like millions hundreds of millions of people are watching her all of the time and I'm like you know what like I feel for her and I get it but it's just like I wish you would have stayed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Our selfishness yeah, of like, us wants us to go on forever. Yeah. In my mind, it was going to be like, they were going to like rebrand at some point and be like Kardashian, the next generation. And like the kids. Yeah. Yeah, but then like as a mom. You would never. I would never no. put Jax through that. Because and like also, literally, like even the pressure it is sometimes to take a photo of even like the pressure of like being an influencer and someone sends me like a toy and I have to take a picture of my child and like sometimes she's just like doesn't want to smile. She doesn't want to be in the photo. She doesn't want to open it. She doesn't want to like I can't imagine what it would be like if hundreds of millions of people were watching me for this reaction yeah. or for like what my kid wants and stuff. And it's like it puts so much pressure on your child. So like as much as I was kind of hoping that they would do the next generation, I was also hoping that they had it in them. To, to realize that, like, there's more than money. To make the human decision. To yeah, not. like, and there's more than, like, just, like, putting, exploiting your ch- children. Like, totally. it really is exploiting at the end of the day. And, and it like, will be interesting, like, as, like, a side note. Like, it'll be interesting to see this younger generation, quote-unquote Gen Z, how they react to being on reality TV. If yes. they do. Because I feel like... Our generation, millennials, like, we were kind of, like, the guinea pigs of it. Yeah. Where it's, like, people our age, like, still want that attention. They want totally. to be on reality TV. Will these younger kids growing up have, like, a different perspective of, like, look what... Ha- that's a mess. Yeah. Like, we saw all that happen, and it's a mess. Yeah, like, exactly. why do we want... Like, so who knows? Like... Who knows? Who knows that those kids would even have wanted that? Like, so... Exactly. No, that's totally fair. Yeah. But so, it is... It, I will say, even as someone who hasn't watched it in years, it, I felt the hit. It's the end of an era. It's the end of a celebrity era. Like, they were pop culture for so long. And I think also part of them ending the show is them starting to realize that, like, 
we're not at our peak anymore. Yeah. They they hit their peak. They hit I as famous. I feel like famous. they hit their peak in 2016. Yeah, they like, hit that as was... famous as they were going to be. They have already hit it. I'm not discounting their level of fame at no. this point. But it's it's only going to go down And I here. have to respect that because, like, honestly. Get out on top. Get out on top because, like, if you're still grasping, like, there are celebrities that are still grasping and it's embarrassing. Yeah. You're like, okay, you could have left a long yeah. time ago. So now you're just, like, on marriage boot camp or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, you know what, Kardashians? Claps for you yes. because we are proud of you and we are happy that you made it this far. And we'll always love you. We'll Thank always you for the love memories. you. Thank you for the memories. On to the next. We went in on her. Yeah. Yeah, we did. So now that we've discussed Teddy, Jackson, Brittany, and the Kardashians, I think we can take we can wrap this one up. Yeah. But this... um I wonder how like OC being filmed during COVID is gonna go. That's something I am getting mixed reviews on from reading online and stuff is people are either really excited to see it play out or are really not down to like see other people's reality through this COVID. Personally, I'm looking forward to seeing other people deal with it. Me too. From different places in the world and in different like social economic situations totally because yes these things are supposed to be escapism but i don't know about you watching shannon bedore try to avoid a covid virus (laughs) is still escapism to me totally yeah because like their life is not our life like their life their real life their real life is so different from our real life and it's like it's refreshing to just be like Okay, so you have all the money in the world, but, like, you still struggle. Yeah. And, like, it's still real for you. Like, COVID is real. And, and people... you got it. So... <laughs> and, people, and people have, like... People online are upset about, like, the Kelly Dodd of it all because she's not... She's kind of saying, like, masks are bullshit and all this <gasps> stuff. But from my POV, obviously, I think that's complete trash. But from my POV, I don't not want to watch that no i don't i, I don't want to see it unfold. i don't want to watch people on my tv that are exactly like me no i want to watch people who are different i want to see different perspectives not saying i agree with those perspectives or even am giving those perspectives like any sort of validity but just that's what entertainment is exactly it's seeing people's differences exactly. and seeing how that unfolds it'll be awesome to see someone like kelly who's very conservative who's marrying a fox news anchor Ugh. Versus versus a Bronwyn who is very liberal, who has like three sons with her husband, who has like a trans son. Like yeah, it'll be and like seventeen hundred children. It'll be, like it's just like, <laughs> it'll be interesting to see that dichotomy of those two types of people dealing with this, dealing with COVID yeah. because it is like it, it's it real. is something that like you can't avoid. And in certain situations, like reality TV, it's easy to like avoid certain things, like. Just because you're not, like, the Denise Richards who brings your husband to a massage parlor and to get him finished, like, and you're more, you know, like, conservative. That's fine. But, like, also, I don't think we touched enough on the Denise Richards thing. The Denise of it all. The Denise of it all. But anyway, I just gotta say, like, as much as I was kind of, like, a team Denise for a little while, I'm actually happy to see her go. Fair enough. But, like, Cam can disagree with that. Yeah. Which is fair. 
I have had an affinity for Denise Richards way before she was Denise Richards, The Real Housewife. So having her on my screen every week on a show that I love was an amazing thing for yeah. me. I am, to like kind of reflect what Jess has said, I'm also happy that she's leaving. But from the perspective of I'm happy for her that she is getting out of this toxic situation. Me too. Because she is, seems like an actual normal, cool girl who does not need that. Yeah, and I mean, she was married to Charlie Sheen. So I feel like she put up with enough shit. Like, she doesn't need this. No. So we're going to end it on that yeah. note. And uh, stay latched. Because stay latched, everyone. <laughs> it's just going to get better. <laughs>